This episode is sponsored by our friends from Silvercross Sudbury. Silvercross Sudbury is your local store for quality home accessibility equipment. They sell the following products. Stair lifts, curved stair lifts, ceiling lifts, wheelchair lifts, wheelchairs, power wheelchairs, walkers, scooters, hops, hospital beds, just to name a few. Visit them at 760 Notre Dame Avenue or call them at 705-222-0700. That is 705-222-0700 for any healthcare inquiries. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on people, live with me where the light has never shown. And my hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign tongue. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life. Ooh, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 82 of Behind the Bench. This was Marcus Felino's original number for the Buffalo Sabres. Hey, how are you? Um, we are here, episode 82. The boys are like kind of back together here. Um, Roberto's away for the show, but Tom is here and Mace did chime in for a little bit of the show. Um, but I will send it off to Tommy Vlaos. What's up, buddy? What's up with you? Um, I don't even know where to start. Do I sound better today? Let's let's leave it there. You do sound better. The Garson Wi-Fi is buzzing or Polly's okay, off the iPad. So Polly's off the iPad. I think he's in bed already sleeping. So I think I'm the only one actually on Wi-Fi. Thomas is sleeping. Mom's sleeping. So I think it's just me. I turned my phone off Wi-Fi. It's just on data. So we just got the MacBook Air buzzing on the Wi-Fi. So lots, Jim. Thanksgiving was great. Uh, spent it with some family. Ate a ton of food. You know, the turkey, the stuffing, the gravy. Um, I want to ask you what your favorite um, dish is for Thanksgiving. So let's remember that. The Jays. Oh, my God. And this video that you're clipping right now, and it, it just got posted every time you said the Leafs are going to lose or who are like any Toronto team that I'm a fan of. Uh, I think the Jays lost Friday uh, or sorry, Saturday was a lot worse than my Leafs collapse. And I was only 12 years old for when the Bruins beat the Leafs, but it, it was like you thought you had it in the bag. And then, you know, I don't know what it is with the Toronto water. It's cursed. It, anyways, we're, we're not you seeing guys another. stink. We're not seeing playoff Toronto sports for another, I don't know, eight months, seven months, whenever the Raptors are. Or if the Leafs make it in, they looked awful tonight against Montreal. Don't even go there with me. But, uh, yeah, got some good news today or yesterday I found out, uh, actually a couple of days ago, about um, me accepting a role with Team NMHA for assistant coach. So looking forward to that. Um, pretty sure it's going to be pretty busy in the next couple of weeks, you know, meeting and the whole staff and all that. But uh, the main event is in March for OHL Cup. So looking forward to that. Got that news, um, like I said, a couple of days ago. Work's been good. Um I'm still pretty sick though, Jim. And I know you're battling with a cold. I don't know what it is. Like it's just everyone that works getting sick. It's just like making me feel like I'm sick. And the weather today is just kick you to your uh to your knees, man. It's just been brutal. Raining and cold and you know, it's get gets dark out like at five thirty now. So 
just just sucks. You just really know that summer and falls over. Also went to Manitoulin Island Monday. Went for a nice hike there as well. So did a lot the last couple of days. And uh, like I mentioned, that Thanksgiving cup was and great. saucer. Is that what you did? No, no, not cup and saucer. Um, it was. I couldn't even tell you the name of the trail. But anyways, to sum it up, the the leaves, Jim, like the red and the change beautiful. of the colors, man, beautiful. Even the drive there was beautiful. Beautiful. So. Beautiful. How have you been? I know you just got back from a little trip as well. Did you end up mixing in a little Thanksgiving? Yeah. So for, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, yes, I did. I did have uh, dinner. Um, my favorite. Yep. Thank you. My favorite. I, it's hard. Like I'm not. I'll be honest with you, Tom. I'm not a big turkey you, guy. Like I, you're not a big turkey guy. Everyone I'm loves not, ham. I, I do ham enjoy the ham. I do yeah. enjoy the ham, but I don't know. I I'm not a big fan. Like I I I, I like the food. Obviously, it's just not something that I I mean I, I look for. I look. Turkey I'll channel. be honest with you. I look more forward just to like being with family. You know, nowadays when you're older, you know, you used to see your family all the time, but now you're a little bit older, you don't see them as much. So I just like getting to spend the time with them. The food's like secondary for me, but. I'll tell you this. I love a good pumpkin pie, so I'll go with that. I'm yeah, with the whipped cream. I'm yeah, game over. I I, I just over. love gravy because we don't do gravy much. Yeah, gravy's really, nice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you just put it on everything, <laughs> like literally Slap everything. Slap that on anything, man. Yeah. It was out. Oh, it was actually we did our dinner Saturday and Sunday, and I actually had one Monday, but Saturday we did one here with my grandparents. It was my grandma's birthday the same day, Saturday too. So it was. Oh, uh, happy birthday, Jima. Yeah, it was good. And uh, other Gima, Chim is actually news for you is coming first week of November. She's come back from Greece. So oh, awesome! When I come home from work on lunch, I'm gonna have you know everything warmed up. I'm actually gonna have clean clothes to wear because my mom's not gonna be slacking as much. Um, so I'm excited for you know the laundry to be done, my bed to be made. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm excited to see her. Good stuff. Good stuff, Tom Bum. Um, yeah. A uh, couple things, obviously. Congrats on NHA. That's huge. I don't know if anyone you. that young has been uh, assigned uh, the assistant coach. Well, that's a big, big duty and getting these kids to to the OHL Cup. And you know, some of these kids you're going to be familiar with because we coach them, which is which is pretty cool. It's kind of full circle moment. You'll be coaching uh, with Peter Mickey too. So yeah, uh, the minds yeah. joining together. That's awesome. So big congrats. To everyone there, I was in Niagara Falls. Um, so my placement um started and it started on a field trip to Niagara Falls, which was unbelievable. <laughs> Mr. Politi and the business uh schism um uh, team went down and uh, it was awesome. The falls, you want to talk about seven wonders of the world, Tommy. I, I was just looking at it, like, how does this even make sense? Like how these are you, falls like, are happening. I haven't been there in a while, fun. like the lookout of it. Are you close, Chim, to like, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, falling over, but like how close is the actual like? You could get close. Like you got to go down. You got to buy. Like you got to buy your way right. into getting a close view. But um, they have it all set up. You want to talk about business. Whew, that is a pure tourist town. But um, there are some good views elsewhere. And it is uh, it is nice. Like it's I think you got it like once in your life. You got to go check out the falls. It's just seven yeah whatever seven wonders of the world it's uh it's wicked so 
how was the introduction to the class? Like, did Pulley give you the whole like speed? Like, and how not really so not far? on the field trip because I'm not really teaching. Like, th- th- those are Schism students. I'll be I'll be teaching next uh, semester. Place, so I got to know them, which was really nice. Um, my real introduction comes tomorrow. Um, yeah, tomorrow, which is Thursday. We're recording Wednesday night. The real intro where I get to meet the class um, is then. So I'm excited for that. I got a little PowerPoint ready. No, 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 no. It's all, it's observation. Teaching comes next week. Next week I'll, I'll be teaching a a few, a class, but uh, nice dude. I'm like, it's weird. I'm excited for it. And well, it's not weird. I should be excited for it, but I am. uh, Yeah. It's something I'm, I'm looking forward to just to see how it goes and, be uh be teaching so yeah well dude you have the respect of the you have the respect of the class already you just be in there so no i i think um i i I get not punishment but just like you know making sure the class is in order and everyone's like there's a respect uh, level and yeah no i think Mm -hmm. my teaching style is going to be very you know i'll be very approachable but i'm going to be able to draw the line hopefully that's what i'll be uh hoping for and my observation uh, of uh, Mr. Pleat hopefully will uh, will shed some more light on uh, on that for me too. So very excited for that. Um, with that, I think let's get into Battle Super Performance. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, give me a second. I got to pop up a DM here, but I am ready to go for sure. Okay, DM. I like it. Um, okay, no, because it's one of my performers is a DM, and I've been DMing him. So okay, I will uh, read off Mason's because um, he's not here, but. His is Chloe Lacasse. Lacasse, sorry. Uh, we got to get her on. Played, uh, played, sorry, uh, for the Canadian national women's team this weekend in Spain. Got her first goal in the 87th minute to make it 2 nothing versus Argentina. And she also started the next game versus Morocco, which they won 4 nothing. So just absolutely making moves. Chloe Lacasse, like just skyrocketing up this national women's team roster. So big ups to her. That's unreal. Um, Tom, do you have yours locked and loaded? Yeah, so an individual actually I worked out with uh, quite a few times at the basement this summer and had the opportunity, obviously, to train with him. Uh, undrafted kid from Sebri. He's a 2004 birth year, so Dominic Gode. Okay, Jim? So he is in the QMJHL this year for, I want to mispronounce this name, the Akadai Bathurst Titans. Okay, so he played for French last year in Acadia. Thank you. That's why I knew I was messing that up. He had 52 points last year for French River in 47 games. He's already off to a hot start with five points in seven games. And uh, I sent him a DM tonight. We were going back and forth, and I wanted to know when his first goal was because I remember seeing a couple posts about it, and he scored last week against Cape Breton. So hopefully, uh, hoping for a big year for him. Uh, he worked very hard this summer to get to where he is, and uh, you know, a good start already with five points in seven games. So congratulations to him on a good start so far. And obviously his first goal in the queue as well. Awesome. Good stuff, Tom. Um, mine goes out um, to the Fielding and Purdue family who uh, gave the largest single donation in the history of Northern Ontario hospitals. They donated $10 million private donation to health sciences north so uh you absolutely gotta love that i mean that's no joke 10 million dollars that's a that's a good chunk of change hopefully it goes uh to, to some good stuff at uh, at hsn so obviously when something big like that happens um gotta absolutely um give them praise 
for that as well. I got one more here. One second. So this one goes out to um, Croatia, Adria, several ages, old soccer club I used to play for. Tom, the men's team won um, for the first time in 58 years, the Turnir. So hopefully I pronounced that right. So that is, um, and this is a soccer team, obviously, um, where all the local clubs go together and play. I believe it's province-wide. Um, there's an, actually, no, I think it's, it could be national where they play um, clubs from all over um, creation clubs all over. And they, and they were the top dog of the creation clubs. So want to give a shout out to them. Huffles, obviously um, big listener to the party. He, he let me know. Obviously he's been a big part of creation Asia. There's been a, a, a ton of people um, that I know that that play for Asia. So that's awesome. Uh, so I just wanted to shout them out. I missed that um, last week. So, Want to shout them out there. Um, okay, Tom. Let's go into the weekly lift. And before that, let's talk to you about pin golf. Tom, I gotta say it's sad boy hours right now. <laughs> the Ida Wild Golf and Country Club closes in 18 days. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. We're getting to that time where the sticks are getting put away. You clean the locker. and You think about, you know, the summer you had, the golf season you had. You take a few more saunas. Sad hours. It's sad hours. But, but, Tom, can you tell the people what really helped you from getting to 10 to 5 handicap this uh Yeah, and what really helped me force a playoff against Alex Runsom. And you know what? Dude, yeah, came down River to Sandbaker. Yeah, um, I'm going to, you know, kudos to my golf game. And the reason why I got this good this summer was because of pin golf. This rangefinder, you know, eliminated three, four shots per round. So. Love it. Love it. So you can check them out uh, on our website. If you scroll down, hit the um, link, you get automatic 10% off a pin prism rangefinder. Um, and they got all the bells and whistles, folks. So go and check that out. Okay. Let's get into the weekly lift, Tom. There's a, talk, a lot to talk about. So our last episode, folks, um, obviously we're not going to have an interview on this one, but our last one you have to go and listen to was with Craig Reve, episode 81. It was an episode, uh, interview-only episode. Craig was phenomenal. Like Mace and I got to, to interview him, and he had a, a really cool connection with Bri. Uh, Uncle Brian Savage and um, the story, the guy is legit a storybook. Like he's got to sit down and just say every story that he has into like an audio book or something. Cause he was unbelievable from draft day in Montreal to, so draft day when every other pick up boot except him. Cause he was the French guy, <laughs> um, the Teddy deuce nickname, his uh his fishing stories post interview, Craig was unbelievable. And if you haven't listened to it, you're you're missing out. It was it was awesome. Tom, you you had a chance to listen to it. Yeah, you guys did a very good job. And um, honestly, I think I'm gonna lose my my interview position with uh, with Mason. You guys killed it. Uh, really enjoyed it. Honestly, uh, I think the coolest part is that his minor hockey days too, Jim. No one's gonna be able to have like the seasons that his team had right because he mentioned 
uh, three years of major Peewee, or was it Bantam that they had to play back then? Peewee. Peewee, right. So just this goes to show, like, how good, um, you know, hockey in the Sorry, North that was, actually. that was Bantam. Bantam, my bad. Bantam. And it was one of the two. Anyways, how good hockey in the North actually was even back then. Like, this guy played, you know, tons of games in the NHL. There's all these guys, like even Uncle Brian. There's there's these guys that came from the North that are just, like, exceptional NHL players. And to me, like, obviously, Jim, you coached with me last year and me still being a coach this year. It's just, like, how he thinks the kids – that he's coaching at the U14 level would wipe his team like a hundred nothing is like mind blowing just because he's been there obviously at, at 14 and an NHL draft pick and yada, yada. But he still thinks the kids are better now. So it's like, what can even come like 30 years from now or 20 years from now when who we knows, have kids, Jim, yeah. it's just like, like who knows because they're doing now. And obviously we see them at, yeah, we see them at practice and they're very gifted, but it's just like, the development just keeps getting better and it's like scary. So yeah, cool interview though. And even the, the real you guys posted about the wolf, like <laughs> I like that story is so good. I don't know how that didn't make it into yeah. the wolf on the wire uh, documentary, but yeah, Oh, that was unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, Yeah. So that was, yeah, you so gotta go, go check go, out. Go that check it out. Though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, NFL pool with Don's Tom. We got nine people left. Nine people left. Um, and I'll tell you what. Detroit was the Achilles heel for three people uh, last week, and one of them was you, Tom, and you got knocked out. Thoughts? Yeah, man. It was just. They went from averaging like 35 points a game and they ended up scoring like 45 and losing against Seattle. And Geno Smith looks like, you know, a top three quarterback in the league right now. Like it's it's actually like ridiculous. Geno Smith. Okay. Giovanni Smith. This guy's like throwing touchdowns in one's business. Anyways, the Detroit Lions that I picked that week ended up scoring 45 points. 45 points, four quarters and losing. Okay. Like I... I have no other words. I was very disappointed. And uh, obviously, I watched last week. I was already out, but the Lions scored nothing. Zero points. So they go from averaging 32 in the first three games, scoring 45 against Seattle, and then end up scoring nothing. Zero points that this hurts. weekend. So, Does yeah. that ever hurt um, any tumble? Anyways, I'm out now. Uh, it was a good run. I was the last pod member standing, I believe, or is Mesa in? Um, I think yes, Mace is still in. He picked Tampa. King Savage the second. Wow. Yeah. So wow. Okay. Okay. And his pick is in. So four people have made their picks. Uh, you can't obviously see what they picked, but um, but here are the games. I've, I've I mean, been watching. I've been watching much though, Jim. Like, did you see Tom Brady's interview? I think last week or two weeks ago, saying like. There's been some bad football played, and for Tom Brady to say that, like, I'm not a diehard like NFL fan, but I've been watching some like the Sunday night games, Monday night games, like you know the prime time. And this, every Denver like, Broncos like, game watching? that gets prime time was like horrid. Like I can't believe they're getting Russell prime Wilson time. is yeah. Oof. They they He's look been, yeah. terrible. I'll tell you something, old Tom. I'm looking right now. 
a few people haven't burned a Philly pick yet. Mace has not burned a Philly or a Buffalo pick yet. So I got to say those out. he's looking real good. Um, I mean, let's look now. I mean, wow. Philly plays Dallas, who's shockingly 4-1. You got Buffalo playing Kansas. So those are two games you're going to want to avoid. Do the Chargers beat up on Denver? I kind of like that pick. The Rams should be Carolina. Carolina's awful. Yeah, but the Rams have um, been struggling too. The Rams lost to uh, the Cowboys last week, man. Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott. See you later. Stay on the sidelines. Like, how about the what? Giants are four and one? Saquon, the return yeah. of Saquon, oh, dude. Oh, I forgot that in my intro. That was the best waking up Sunday of Thanksgiving and watching a little Saquon uh, just cook, dude. A nine a.m. game, nine thirty. Chim Green Bay played the the Giants that day. Yeah, I I don't know. What do you think about that? It's um. Are they I, I find it's year? too early. No, it's not all year, but I I find it like just a tad early for me. I don't know How about you. Yeah, but it makes it for like a game all day. Yeah, if you're like an I'm, avid, fan, that's what I mean. Like, like you're on the couch from nine to ten, you know, nine to twelve. Like that's I know. Like I that's a problem with Sunday, like football Sunday. I I want to get stuff done, you know. Before one, so then then I could just relax and watch football for the rest yeah, of the day. True. But then you that's you have it on all days. So you don't want to, you don't want to do anything. Um, yeah. But looking at the pick distribution for week six, Tampa Bay is leading with thirty three percent of everybody um, playing Yahoo uh, Survivor pools. Um, so they're leading the way. The Rams, and then San Fran runs out the top three. Um, so. San Fran plays Jimmy Atlanta, Garoppolo, L- L.A. Yeah. L.A. plays um, Carolina, like we said, and Tampa plays Pittsburgh. I mean, all should be locks, but you really never know, um, especially this NFL season, anything can go. So, um, yeah. anything else, Tom, on that? No, no. There's okay. a really, really exciting game. Uh, wait. Uh, tomorrow night if anyone's you know sit on the couch and don't really want to get into the nhl yet the thursday night game tomorrow let me just pull it up the washington commanders versus chicago bears so if you don't have anything to do that's awful that will be very exciting <laughs> very exciting. That is awful yeah exciting like awful like pick central um with that let's go on um stay on the gridiron and we'll go to high school football let's get an update on the standings here tom and see how uh, Randy's picks have been doing. The Llewellyn Knights are 3-0. They have 99 points, 4 and 24 points against. Let's say that's pretty good. Confed has one uh, game, has played one more game than everyone. I don't know, I don't know how that makes sense. But they're 3-1. and one. That could be an error, though, Tom. Lively is 1-2. St. Charles is one and two, and St. Benedict's is zero and three. Um, not sure when this is updated as of, but that I'm reading the stats to you, the standings to you today. It is eleven oh nine Wednesday night. Tom, Llewellyn, uh, Llewellyn seems to be like a powerhouse. They have everybody yeah, though. Right? I even hear guys at work talk about uh, they're just dominate, like they just dominate. No one. When we were in high school, like 
for me being at St. Charles, like it was like a St. Charles, it was like football was the sport. Am I right about that, Jim? Usually they yes. won quite a bit. I, Who, yeah. St. Charles? Yeah, like with Zanata and the boy. Yeah. Not Zanata, Fabili. Fabili, sorry. He, he sorry. was like Belichick, yes. dude. Yeah. No, I know. Um, I don't know why I got that mixed up and I know them both very well, but no, it's just like it's good to see like a different school in my mind. I don't know. Even though I'm a Domin- Saint Charles well, dominating everything now. It's wild. Wild. Yeah. I'm interested to I, see they, they like when we were in high school, they they didn't really do much in like high school sports, I thought. Like yeah. they were always like a I know now when, when we were around it, they shot up the ranks now, like Football, everyone's mm-hmm, going to, mm-hmm. to Luella now. It's crazy. One thing I want to note here, for some reason, LaSalle is not on the standings. So maybe that's where that extra game played came from Confed. I just want to make that. I don't know where LaSalle went. Um, they have a win under their belt, so they'd be higher yeah. than St. Ben's. But anyways, um, I digress. I don't know what's going on there. So um, SD... SSAA, get it together here, folks. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, I am, that is totally kidding, but yeah. Um, okay. Well, with that, let's uh, go on. I mean, this is a big topic, Tom. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're, have, we have to talk about the, the Blue Jays, the absolute choke. I mean, Tom, you have, you know, suffer through losses on losses on choke jobs on choke jobs. Leafs 2013 and the Blue Jays blew an eight to one lead. Thoughts? So I have a bunch of notes written down. I want to look at them. So Twitter was an absolute gold mine, as it usually is with Toronto sports after the game's done. And I know the insider is going to be listening to this, but for anyone to think that the Jays losing was a management decision, like by John Snyder, like the coach taking out Gosman is like, sorry, bleeping ridiculous. If your bullpen in the playoffs can keep eight, one lead. I don't care if you're sick, if you're hurt, so, who's coming in. Okay. So you, I, you have I, one game. I, I'm fully agree to keep Gosman in. I'm with you, but like the base are low with two out. I, I understand, like take them out. I, I get that. But like, if you would have kept them in. So no, no, I, I hear you. Cause, cause, I, Cause there's no, no, before you go, there's no winning. Cause if you keep them in and you know, like I go to yard with the two out bases loaded, it's eight, five. Everyone's complaining that they should have went to the bullpen. There's actually like, there's no win situation. So when you think, this highlight lead. Yes. Go. So this highlights obviously the need for bullpen, which they did not go out. Yeah. I mean, they got Bass, Pop, and Mitch White. Garbage. And what did who did Seattle get? Luis Castillo. Yeah, the guy that carved the Jays game one. They got him at the deadline and signed him to whatever deal he got. But that the Jays, that's where they missed the the Everyone said, oh, everyone said after the deadline, what did they get? That and Whit Merrifield. Like, we all knew the, the bullpen was not good. 
Here's what I, what I have my shtick with. And they've never been good for the, like, I can't remember the last time they've been good. They've never had a good bullpen. Here's my issue with Schneider's decision. When you are in a must-win game, I am putting every best play. I don't care about game three. I don't care about the next series. You have to win now. Throwing in Tim Meza because you like a matchup, to me, playoff baseball, I don't care about matchups. All these yeah. baseball heads are going to, well, a left-handed hitter versus a right hand. Who cares? You put your best players on the field, and I would have put, and I know he hasn't been playing good, and I know it's besides the fact and after the fact, either do you throw in Barrios, either you throw in Stripling. I know you had him lined up for game three. Whatever. You have to throw your best players. I would you know what? If you yeah. don't want say it. if you don't want exactly those, if you do. don't want if you don't want Barrios pitching that, and then let Romano come in now. The Mets did it with Edwin Diaz. Let Romano come in now, and then Barrios can close the game. Why aren't you throwing your starting pitchers? Why are you throwing Tim Meza? When has Tim Meza been good? You know what I mean? Like, blows my mind. Some he has been like, good, which is unfortunate. The last, like, I get it though. The matchup. But thing, here's I'm, my other problem, Tom. Yeah. What when the, when the, when the Mariners went to the bullpen? Okay. Yeah. The one guy throw under ninety miles per hour on a fastball? No. no. Those guys throw absolute heat, and our guys couldn't do jack. That was the problem. Also, Tom, let's not rule out. And we know the bullpen's the biggest issue. Bo Bichette, guy, people on this podcast, I'm not a baseball player. I don't know much about baseball. <laughs> but for a guy to come from shortstop into the almost middle of the outfield, running and chasing the ball, looking backwards, is a much like this is fundamentals. I wouldn't even went for that ball. You have Gold Glove, World Series MVP George Springer. I think I have a little trust in him. And oh, don't tell me miscommunication. They had a hundred and sixty-two games to say, okay, Bo, when the ball goes over your head, I'll go and get it. How that wasn't discussed in the hundred and sixty-two games blows my mind. Yeah, not to. And then he goes out. He goes plays hero ball. He conkies. George Springer, we lose him, and that that blew the whole game. What really happened there? Romano was so close to getting them out of the pinch. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know what, Tom? Let the ball drop. Let the ball drop. Take the two guy, runs. You know what I mean? It's eight, whatever. Now it's 8-3 at that point. I got trust Romano's going to get out of the jam. But that was ridiculous. Watching that was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I am. it's crazy how we're agreeing on a sport because it usually never happens. I love the fact that I never actually thought about that, putting Romano in at 8-1. Because you know what he's been good for, Jim, all year? Getting you one, two, and three outs. And all he needed to do was get one guy out. And it would have, the game would have stayed 8-1. Who cares yeah. if he threw 12 pitches to that one guy? Because he still would have had him for Sunday's game three because he would have been rested. And, like, it's actually crazy how we've been talking about an 8-1, like comeback um i'm watching well, game one is ridiculous i'm watching the dodgers and the padres right now before we came on like these guys like darvish and kershaw like these 
and then the guys of the bullpen, even the Yankees game yesterday against Cleveland. Cleveland had a walk-off against um, – who would they play? Who would they play? Tampa Bay. That game went 14 innings before one run was scored because the pitching – Jim, I watched every single minute of that game Saturday. Ridiculous. Like, before the Jays game. They had guys coming in throwing, like you said, 100. The guys coming in with, like, these nasty um, sliders that no one can hit. The Tampa Bay had two hits in 14 innings. Like, that is playoff baseball. And the Jays yeah. give up hits and runs like it's, like, you know, like thin air. Like it's yeah. just... the, the good thing is um, Ross Atkins said the Jays are going to be active this offseason. They need to get the most yoked bullpen I've seen in my life. I don't want to see a guy throwing under 92. I want heat coming out of that bullpen. We'll see what happens. But also, I, and I know that- Barrios hasn't been bad, has been bad, but it's a different situation. You throw him in like it's Jim, you got him starting to go forward to get give him some innings. He didn't pitch, man. He didn't pitch and he signed him to that max deal. Yes. And here's my other thing. And I knew that I know we all love Manoa. Okay. And he did pitch pretty good Friday. We watched at the doghouse. But you go and get Gosman in the offseason that has experience. Why not give him game one and Manoa game two? I know it's very easy for me to say no. Yeah. They, Manoa I was thinking one. about that too. But I think you got it's hard because. Because think of how, how less. I don't Manoa think Gosman's pitched with a one playoff game. No, he did last year for the Cardinals. He did. He pitched in game three, San I think Fran, it was. San Fran. Wasn't he on San Fran? San Fran, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I think Mano- Manoa had like a, a Cy Young-type season. I, do it's, I know. And, I know. But here's the thing. Don't go in the media and say, pressure this. I don't care about pressure, blah, blah, blah. Just keep your mouth tight. Go and play the yes. game. You know what I mean? And – Dude, all it was was one inning, and he played good after that. But I think – and let's not miss Tom. Let's not miss our uh, Vladi. All these guys at the plate except for Hernandez. What did he do at the plate, Tom? You know what I mean? Like, except for game two. Pack a shot. Let's just swing at everything. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I know – Danny it, Jansen it, it, was hitting the ball better than Vladi. I know. I mean, these boys want to make the big money. You got to show up. You know what I mean? I think it's good, though, that the Jays, like, looking at this, it's good that they didn't go deep because they're not experienced. They need this type of feeling. You know what I mean? They, this feeling needs yeah. to hit with them. You know what I mean? Um, I know the window's yeah. tight, but I think it's time for the it, – it wasn't the Jays' time. I think it's – let's get to work. Let's get a bullpen, and, and we'll see what happens uh, next year. But – and Bo Bichette needs to play like second base or DH. He's like, it's not a shortstop, anyways. Or like, just get basic feeling fielding down pat. Blows my mind. Um, okay, let's move on to uh, hockey here, Tom. We got a little noge noge update for you. In the East, Hurst is eight and three. Hurst, Hurst. They're tied with uh, Timmons at 16 points. Uh, Powassan, Cochrane, French River, and Kirkland Lake round out the east. In the west, we got Blind River holding on strong. Uh, the Sudbury Cubs are right behind them. Espanola, Paper Kings, Sioux Eagles, Elliott Lake, and the Sioux T-Birds follow that. T-Birds, Tom, 
after national championship run. I don't know. Five and six right now. Yeah, they sold the farm. They got they got younger. I was just about to say it's crazy how well they're all small communities. The league's like full of obviously small town communities, but Timmins and Blind River, man, like they have really good NOJHL programs. Hurst, like, they're always at the, they're always at the top of town. Yeah. with Tim, I know yeah. Hurst is there up yeah. there. Yeah, but Timmins, like it's true. They're always action, you know you play in that. You well, Timmins, that that's their OHL that. team, right? Right. Exactly. That's, same yeah. as um all these well blenders like the NHL team, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's like same yeah. as Timmins. Yeah. Uh they get a good good crowds, but I'm just saying a good good programs and I've just heard good things about you know people playing for Timmins before, even Blind River, like um they get treated really well there. So it's they just run good success like for their programs. But um what what would you say before? Oh yeah, coming up back off I I think they'll be fine, Chim. I'm not too sure. Um how much their roster actually changed. I assume they lost a bunch of guys that were older that just, you know, uh, are out of the league now just because of age. But, you know, five and six isn't bad. I'd be worried if it was like, you know, two and nine or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a tons long of games season. left. Long season. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, on to the Wolves now, Tom. We'll do a little WHL update here for you. Okay. Let's get this going yeah. for you. Um, yeah. With that, Tom, you got any like anything to say generally on on the OHL? Generally, we went to a game last two weeks ago, Friday, home opener. Did we even we, talk I we, about yeah, that? Talk- I can't, I I can't remember if we talked about. It. No, we. Didn't. I don't think we. And you were just I, you. No, you were dynamite on the content, and just getting right in my face, right in my nose. It was awesome. The seats were amazing. Thank you to Dario. Um, you know everyone. Uh, we, you know who we got to thank? Who really set us up with this? Jack Jack Zulich. The guy that pushed the pod He's right the from the start never stopped letting Dario yeah. know about us. I I appreciate him for that a lot. Anyway, sorry. I continue. love Wolves games again. Yeah, yeah no, it was great. Obviously, we were there with a bunch of people. Uh, the seats were fantastic. The the atmosphere is actually electric. And at one point, I, I thought about it, and I didn't want to say it to you to piss you off, but like the the atmosphere of thirty seven hundred people for the home opener, it was actually like. Like it, it gave me the chills to like not. It was awesome. Rink, you know what I mean? They're just like this. Yeah, like it the felt like barn, the arena was packed. I like, love the old barn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you do. But uh, Jumbotron they, they was, was solid. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I came up short. Uh, came up short against Barry for sure. Like hell is short. Yeah. No, they. Yeah, it's not a good start. Um, not a good start at all. Defensively, so. defensively. <laughs> but they were missing Collins. They're missing. Um, the Slovak that's coming in now, uh, touring. Yeah. So they they were missing like almost a, almost a top three D. Um, and uh, our boy Farrell had a little uh, good who weekend. had a had a great weekend. He's got had three a, goals to start the season. Score scored the open oh uh, opening night and scored mm-hmm. uh, two goals against say no Flint, Flint, Flint. Um, which is awesome. Um, let's take a look here at the Eastern Conference. The Ottawa 67s are the only undefeated team yeah. uh, left at 4 0. Um, Missy follows them at 3 1, and Oshawa at 3 1 as well. So that's their top three. North Bay is 3 2. Uh, let's look at the Northern teams here. Subbury's in last right now, but everyone's played a handful of games. The Wolves are 2 and 3 right now. The Wolves are really 
haven't strung like two wins together. They win and then it's a couple losses here. Mm-hmm. You know, find a win there. I think fi- finding their stride. That's all. That's all it is. The Sioux, Tom. Let's take a look. Sioux are middle of the pack right now, sitting in fifth spot at two and three. Sarnia, Owen Sound, and Windsor round out uh, the top three in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple Wolves notes. They play this weekend um, a double header action. Um, I believe Friday, uh, Sunday, Friday, Sunday. Um, and I'll get you their schedule in a second here. Um, Joel Ranger got his pads. Uh, Tom Joel mm-hmm. Ranger has an interesting style to me. Yeah. He battles. He battles. He makes uh, some great. You know who he reminds me of? Who's the part? Um, Jack Campbell. Yeah. Battles. Absolutely. A smaller battles. guy, right? In the net. And, uh, just I, I to switch the topic. I'm excited for uh, when Sarnia comes into town. I want to go watch Benny Goudreau in the cage. Yeah, Benny Goudreau may be the goalie of the year. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's go through basically the Wolves' first five games here. They lost. They dropped the home opener six five um, to Barry. Then they beat Mississauga six two. Who's no pushover? Joe Ranger had like. Like some stupid amount of saves, 40 saves or something like that. Windsor, they lost 5-4, a tough one to Windsor, a good team. They beat Flint 4-2 and then lost to Sag 5-2. Um, they play Barry this this Friday and Sunday they play uh, Peterborough. So the boys will be there on Sunday. Not sure about Friday yet, so go check out the Wolfers play um, there. Very excited. Um, to see Quinn Musty's on a heater, Tom. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I think he's trying to find his stride. He's got a little hopefully. bit of strawberry blueberry jam, too. I like the way he plays. When he's he got to, um, off, uh, he plays aggressive. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um a couple notes here on the Wolves too from Benny Leeson. Um two. So Nick DeGrazia. So Tom, how crazy is this? DeGrazia in this year has two slew footing suspensions. Alrighty, so he got sussy two games. So that changed the whole course of that Saginaw mm-hmm. game. They were they were tied, I think one one. Degrass took the slew foot five minute major, scored three goals on that. And that was a wrap for the game. Um, so Degrass got two more games for that. He's gonna miss Barry and Peter Roll this weekend, so he's out for the weekend. But on the bright side, Nathan Vilnov, um, Wolves first rounder, lottery pick, uh, will be. Coming into the lineup, Noah Collins is back. Um, and import Jacob Chromiak will be uh making his debut as well. So, a few debuts, Tom. Exciting, exciting to see Wolves hopefully almost a fully healthy uh lineup. So, mm-hmm. uh, go Wolves, go. Let's uh, let's see how it goes. And yeah, all right, let's move on now, folks. To a uh, quick topic here. Actually, no. Let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it rolling with the NHL. Um, first time NHL starts, the Leafs stink. They lose uh, the opener to the Habs. Cole Caulfield, better goal scorer than Austin Matthews, going to have forty this season. Score two. Um, thoughts on? So, um, the season actually started Friday when San Jose and Nashville overseas. But that's right. open. Yes. Opening for the Leafs. opening yeah. opening night yeah. for Leafs. And yeah, it's the same old, same old. I was actually blah, blah, forgetting blah. about it. I was forgetting about it because it was two hours ago now. But you know, you you reminded me. The decor looks you know relatively the same. 
Sheldon Keith, yada yada, whole training camp. Okay. They still look the exact okay. same. What, what's up? Every time a, a team scores on the Leafs and they pan over to Keith's face, yeah. and they zoom right in, and he's just like looking into thin air. Is one of the, like I get a kick out of it every time. Like he just yeah. doesn't know like what happened. Like he's trying to digest what it's. It's amazing. Well, we're obviously. We've we've coached right, so we see it a lot worse from ice level than we do from the couch. So it's probably a lot worse right there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like a, a nice pizza, like boy, like Muzzin did to Anderson at the last Oof, little bit there. That was a beautiful pizza, Don's pizza. <laughs> yeah, I actually won the four pack the other day, so yeah. it was good to get on board with that. Yeah, little uh, me lovers pizza. What do you think of but, our boy Audi Mats? Tom Quiet tonight? No. He's dude. He didn't score in the first four games last year either. He had like fifty, I think eight or nine goals in the last sixty, like eight games last year. Like once he gets one chip, it's actually it's like game, a floodgates game roll. He hit the crossbar today. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts so, on Matty Murr? Uh, you know what? I thought the goals that he allowed in, besides the last one, were like qual, like a one quality. Um, coffee last one was a one quality too. What's that? Last one was A1 quality. Too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Lance, bar. like exactly. He he He's actually bigger than what I thought. He's massive than that. Like, Toronto's never had goalie that big since, like, Gustafson. Like, it's actually, like, I'm not worried that a shot's going to come. Like, ooh, is it going to go in? It's, like, actually, like, it might hit him. Like, because he's that big. So, I think I was looking at the roster they had for opening night last year. And they had, like, Michael Amadio and, like, Simmons. And it's just, like, the depth was not even close. So signing Zach Aston Reese and like having Camp as your fourth line center, I think they'll be fine because they have a lot of depth. So, and I, honestly, I'm not worried about the goaltending because I think Samsonov might be number one, Jim. Like he's actually like a first rounder. Never really worked out in Washington. Everybody knows the story. I think he actually might be better than Murray once he gets the chance. So I'm optimistic because they looked very similar to the years past. But, um, yeah, no, like, there's a lot of good storylines even tonight. Like, Johnny Goudreau um, playing for Columbus today, see him in a different uniform. Edmonton's actually losing right now uh, to Vancouver 3-1 or 3 nothing. And so Jack Campbell allowed three goals really early in the first period. So, um, you know, Vegas came up with a win last night on the road against L.A. Quinton Byfield, actually, Jim, I watched the, the first two periods of that game. He looked very good, very good for L.A. So he's going to get a regular role with the Kings. Uh, just excited, man. It's there's storylines everywhere. Uh, obviously, that the Chuck deal with Huberto that's gonna come out too because those teams play this week as well. But man, I'm just excited, and the NBA starts up next week too. With uh, and obviously, I don't know what you want to get into with the whole Draymond Green stuff. And it's just, well, it's I think just a for me, very quickly, I think Draymond's a, a loser, but that's just my thought. I yeah, never like he also Draymond. wants to go to the Lakers. So, my question for you, I know we're not switching sports because I want to ask you, like. You know what? What are you excited for with the NHL this year? Well, I'm like, excited. The trailer looks good. I know Bert's on like coming back from injury. He looked pretty good in the last couple of preseason games. Yeah, but I'm, no, I'm excited I, to I'm, watch Detroit. I'm I'm excited just to see these new look teams. I'm excited to see how Slavkovsky pans out. He was quiet. Like he, I think it's a pro. Like he's gonna be a project. He's 18 though too. Um, so I mean, and you got. Maddie Beniers yeah. in Seattle. Hopefully, Seattle's a little more competitive this year. Um, 
it's always fun the start of the year. So you don't know what's going to happen, how teams are going to look. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, no, very excited. Um, to see. I I just hopefully, all I want to see is all the Sudbury boys having a shot in the playoffs. That's all. All that matters to me. But uh, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. nice to you know. There's no more like at this time of the year. There's no more of like the sadness of looking on TV and there's nothing to watch. There's there's a game. There's highlights yes. of a game. There's something on, which is awesome. Um, what I will say, Tom, can we talk about how odd is it that every northern person that plays like competitive hockey that we cover is net front on the power play? You ever notice that? <laughs> Alex Fron was playing net front. Dario Belgio plays net front. Bert plays net front. Yeah. Moose plays net front. Nick plays net front when he's on the power play. Am I like, like Tom? Did you realize that, or am I like, like? No, it, I have realized it, and honestly, I couldn't even give you an answer. I like, love it that Northern boy just, just hacking around in the crease. It's it's the best. <laughs> you know because they get Northern. The, they're the ones that they know, are, are ready. To, <laughs> they're they're yes, the ones they know I like the one that crash is, and bang yeah, and exactly. they're ready to eat pucks too they don't care yeah i love it though it's <laughs> it's 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 actually unreal um yeah a net front is the hardest position to play on the no, power probably. it is you're yeah. moving everywhere all the time yeah, yeah. and you can't get in the way when people are one teeing them off like it's just, it's the most stressful position yeah so it's uh, that's funny how you know it's, 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 uh, it's a different breed um, I was gonna say something. I'm totally blanking on right now. I don't know. No, no okay. come back to me. Keep talking about right. come back to me. Sounds well. I'm I move on to the next topic here, Tom. Yeah, go, um, go. and it's we got the spad 50th year anniversary, Tom. Uh coming up. Um, we had a very interesting spad, I would say, experience just with COVID and everything. We get the we didn't get the full pop, unfortunately. Um, but we met a lot of great people. I'm excited to see them again. Hopefully they're all coming down. Um, Mason is going into JP's class. How sick is that? Mm-hmm. So JP has mm-hmm. guest speakers. I think he did it almost weekly. Um, yeah, when he was teaching us. Polly was, Polly was one of them. I know JP will be listening to this. I'm a bit offended. Uh, yeah, I think he might be waiting for my English to get better to be a guest speaker. Well, but... I, like, I, I, I don't even care to get speak. I want to just be sitting in the class with me. Exactly. Exactly. I want to be part. I want to be a part of the topic discussions. Can we just do the content? Like, I just want to do behind the scenes. Can I have the D2L uh, login again so I can do your discussion post? You know? Yeah. Yeah. My my discussion post. How about this? Those discussion posts on those happen in the class now. Imagine JP's class, like, in class. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Uh, Did you end up watching the uh, Redeem team? From uh, Netflix. Oh my goodness! What a show. Kobe, you end up watching. This, Can I say something? How wasn't Kobe on any of these teams leading up to 08? Like that was. He was legit yeah, he ostracized the by the league. Yeah. No one liked the Kobe for being too good. Yeah. 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 No one liked and Kobe. Even the 08 one, Chim. The 08 one, he was like. Yeah, we're to bring him in. So he was like, not friends with anybody, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. You teach him how to play defense. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. 
And then he's like, he's like, I'm tired of Chris watching y'all yeah, lose. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of watching y'all lose. Chris, Chris. The best, obviously, the best part of the story is when they all hit the town. Boozer was telling the story, and then they come back, and Co- it's six in the morning or what? Five in the morning. Yeah. They're coming back from the bar. Yeah. Kobe's going to the gym, and what happened? Everybody started going yeah. to the gym. It's unreal. It's awesome. Yeah, and but Bo- um, Bosch goes, man, man, I'm just trying to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, He's exactly. Kidding. And this would all be uh, talked about in JP's media class, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how awesome Spat is. Um, yeah, so back to Spat, Tom. There's a, a little get together happening, little soiree happening this weekend. So I'm pumped. Let's yeah, uh, I'm let's excited to see. There's a bunch of even obviously my dad's gonna come with us. Alumni, I just yeah, I'm ready to meet his buddies that he graduated with. Full circle for him, full circle for me to be a part of it with my dad, and like obviously to be there with that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. So yeah, I love that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Well, with that, folks, let's head into the Quarnies Quiz. It's the Quarnies Quiz presented by producer Mason Money Savage. And welcome to episode 82 of the Quarnies Quiz. We got a good one today. I had this idea before the hockey game even went on. So we have two themes today or two topics. Our first, Disney princesses. Oh my god, like what is this? And our second Toronto sports misery. Oh so the Toronto Sports so Misery good. is a triple pack. We have <laughs> six questions in there, and we have two in the Disney Princess uh, category. So we will start with the Disney Princess category. Tom, you get the rock. Okay. Um yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. This is a guess. Um, name the movie that this Disney princess is from. Or no. Name the Disney princess in this movie. Sorry, that's the 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 movie is Aladdin. Who is this the Disney princess in that movie? The girl in the blue dress, no, yellow dress. I don't know. <laughs> is it uh Isabella? No, unfortunately not. Oh, good guess though, right? That, that's not bad. You know what's just ringing in my ears right now and my mind is the only thing I can think of. I want to go Jasmine. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Good pick, Jim. Jim up early. One. I'm going to annihilate this Disney princesses column here. Here we go. Um, Chimino, who is the Disney princess in The Little Mermaid? Ariel, I mean nice. that was that's nice. everyone knows that one. That was like a yeah, yeah, and one layup. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm down earlier. All right, Tom, this is a good one. When was the last year the Toronto Raptors, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Toronto Blue Jays all won a playoff series in the same calendar year? Good lord. Oh, good. <laughs> Golly, it's got to be before we were alive. Oh, it, it is, Jim. Before we were even thought. No, what? Let's just go ninety-two. When did the Raptors get created, Tom? <laughs> 90, 95 <laughs> You're right. 
Hey, well, uh, Chimino. Yeah, I already said my answer. How this is a wash. Mm. See, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not good with history here. Uh, when did Vince Carter get? Try. I'm thinking of Vince Carter's first playoff hey, series. I'm gonna go. Here. I'm gonna go. Okay, I'll go 98. Uh, this is a trick question. They have never, never happened. Won. Never oh, happened. Like what? Next. Never happened. Um. All right. So. Camino, you talk about Vince Carter. I actually have a question about Vince Carter. What year did the Toronto Raptors trade of Vince Carter? Ah, do you know this one, Tom? You know this one, Tom? Yeah, I need an answer here, Camino. Oh, four. Yeah, fuck. Sorry, language. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he just shoots a year out of his butt. <laughs> One question I actually knew. Uh, um. All right, Tom. Wow, three now. This is a, this a, is a, like plus ten thousand on the money line here. Name one player involved in that Vince Carter trade coming back to Toronto. Coming back to Toronto. Uh, Aaron Williams. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, along with Alonzo Mourning, yeah, and <laughs> Eric Williams, and two first-round draft picks. That was good, Tom. Would, would you have taken taken an answer of a first-round draft pick? Uh, no, that's why I said one player. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Um. All right, we're moving on to your uh, lowly Leafs. Tom. Okay, here we go. This is when I can come back. Three, one. <laughs> uh, Chimino, this is your question. Yeah. Who did the Leafs last play in the Stanley Cup Finals when they won in 1967? Oh, boy. I'll go Habs. Yeah. Yeah. When six I chance. mean, six, six teams. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't make this up. Or one. Um, all right, so next question here. Who missed the breakaway for the Toronto Maple Leafs in game seven versus the Bruins in 2012-2013? This should be etched in Tom's brain here. In the third period, Tom. I know, I, I know. Okay. Was it Leo Komarov? No, I'm looking for a different answer. Okay. Um, I'm in between uh, three players. What? Lupul, Kadri, or JVR. And I'm going to go, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go JVR. Correct. Right-handed shot by the name of Matt Fratton. Okay, I wouldn't have guessed that. Jim, what number did he wear? Four? Three, nine. 
39, no. And then our last question. I'm thinking of Cody Franz and Cody Franzen. Oh, you're thinking Cody Franz. Oh, 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 oh. uh, um, okay, last question. Who scored the game-winning goal in that game seven overtime versus Boston? Bergeron. Yeah. Yeah, game winner. I was going to say, like, yeah. He also Tom scored the tying goal, Tom. Yeah, I know. That game, like, imagine that game at this age for me. Like, I was only 12 there. Like, Chimp, could you imagine that? Uh we would have been in trouble. <laughs> in trouble. We wouldn't have been able to get a hold of you for at least two weeks, at oh, least minimum. Man. We would have had to send you to like Antigua or like Cabo to just <laughs> recoup. Recoup. Wow. That was quite the quiz, me. So I had to say those some wicked questions. Where Disney Princesses came and then Toronto Misery, you know, that's the beauty of your mind. Uh, I'll never know, <laughs> never know where it goes. But let's keep it rolling. Let's get into the four pack. All right, four pack this week. Another good one. The best sports logos. Oh man. We're gonna do a snake draft. And Chimino, you won the last four pack again, I believe. Oh no, it was the no pizza, pizza one. Pizza was uh Tom, I believe. No. Was it Tom the meat lover? All right, so Tom, you get to set the order then. Um, I'm going to go last. So I get three and four. I'm going to put Chimino second. Mace, I'll give you first. Nice. What a layup at first. Okay. Is it really a layup, Mason? No, I don't think it is. The red, white, and blue. It is the best in sports. You saw it tonight. I, I got to say, Mace, Mace's internet is is competing with Garson tonight <laughs> as all-time worst internet of all time. I'm not the worst today. That's no. <laughs> Did you uh, hear my, my answer? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Morial. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay. I think... That's not I mean, I'm sorry, but I can't. I, I didn't. You didn't speak English. I don't know what that was. Um, I'm gonna go just with the most. Everyone has this hat. Everyone has a jersey. Everyone reps this logo one way or another. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. I think one of the nicest logos in sports. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bulls. Oh, I, I had that in my. Uh, and that was the back to back little Albert Pujols. I'm going St. Louis Cardinals. Wow. Okay. All right. Not bad though, eh? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. I'm gonna stick Toronto Sports here. It's on my head right now. The original Toronto Raptors logo with the dinosaur. I think one of the coolest logos in sports. Everyone. Uh, has some type of connection with it, so that that is a good one, Jim. My internet back. Yeah, yeah, you're here, Mason. Okay, nice. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to try and do one from each sport. So I'm going to go with the New York Yankee logo. Is just a classic. So I'm. The, it's another good it, one. It is. It is. It is. The Yankees, and then 
Oh, I hate the Yankees though, which sucks. But and I also hate this team. But their logo is great, the Boston Celtics. Oh, um, dude, that was mine. Great logo. Yeah, awesome logo. All right. Um, Me. I'm in. I'm in between. No. 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 Mace just Mace was first pick. Okay. So, so now it comes down to me, and then you got okay, double okay. whammy. Okay. okay, sorry. I'm going to go football, a logo that stands the test of time. I don't think it's ever been changed. That's how good it is. It's the Las Vegas Ra- Raiders, now Oakland Raiders, but that's my football one. Okay. I'm going to go with... I love the Detroit logo, Red Wings. You can go vintage for that. And for NFL, you know what? I'm going to go another sport to NFL. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Interesting. I had another I, one I in mind. Green Bay I had, is just the G, but like, you know. Like, I had an, I had another one in mind. If it doesn't get picked, I'll, uh, I, I will disclose it. Um. But to round it out for me, damn, it's kind of a pressure pick, but I love the logo every time I see it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. This is a little bit out there. I know San Jose Sharks. Wow, nice New Jersey's this year, though. Yeah. I don't know. That logo sticks out to me every time. I, I, I do like it quite a lot. Okay, with the last pick, I guess we're doing all major league sports because I would love to say the Subway Wolves here. I Wolves was in my repertoire, but it seems like we were doing every major. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe our next one will do minors and junior leagues. Yeah. This will be our major leagues. Um. Wow, I just had it on the tip of my tongue, and now I forget it. What a joke. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's a good thing you have last pick, Miss. It is. I'm going to edit this out, too. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. No, sorry. The original Mighty Ducks logo. Oh, okay. I don't know we were allowed to do original because I would have, I would have chose the Atlanta Thrashers. That was a killer logo, too. Oh, that's a good thing you didn't pick that one, though. That's for the minor league draft, huh? <laughs> Jim, um, what was yours? But then uh, B- Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills logo is great. Patty the Patriots, great, too. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I have a huge list, actually. The Florida Panthers, the LA Lakers, that's been all the paper kings. <laughs> no, actually, I do like that logo. The colors they messed up, but uh, Florida Gators football uh, or oh, not football that's college? Good. That's a good one. Really good. Um, one. Had the Raiders. I, I love them. I love Michigan's just M the M. Time even the Spartans too. Oh, the Guelph Griffin logo, the Nipissing Owl logo. No, I'm out on that one. I'm out on that one. Um, 
But yeah, good. I mean, good picks overall. I think it's hard to miss with these. Um, but yeah, um, that's the four pack, folks. Uh, go and vote when we throw it up uh, on our story to see who's got the best logo pack here. I think it's gonna be a close one. All right, Tom. Uh, we missed it. What? Uh, you had anything? Uh, we didn't talk. One thing. Wait, wait. One thing I want to yeah. talk about. We we mentioned the Redeem Team show on Netflix. Go check it out. It was unbelievable. Uh, Coach K in that gym. We forgot oh. about Coach K. Oh, Coach K is like one of the best coaches. Like watching that and alone. Yes. And, and I said it to my dad. How he brought that team. I wonder, I wonder the contracts he must have got offered to go in the NBA. Like he probably said no to some good coin. After, well, and that you know, that way winning. Well, that ju- but that just shows you the coin shows he was getting exactly. at Duke. Yeah. Yeah. No, he uh, the whole military thing, the whole like, yeah, he dropped the Eagles. Everyone, everyone just bought in, which I love. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's cool. I realize now, like coach, like those these people, these winners are just different breeds, man. They live, breathe, sleep the sport, and just obsessed with wanting to be great. It's wild. Um, Tom, we a couple things. Okay, um. Out of the politics scene here, Tom, Brian Bigger, yep. the current mayor of Sudbury, who's been mayor for quite a while now, has dropped out of the race officially. So uh, Brian Bigger, I don't know if he'll be on the ballot still, but he will not be taking uh, the mayor position um, back. So we will have a new mayor, Tom. I know. You got to be you? Well, no, I'm not in the race, Tom. Uh, soon to be yeah no that i don't know why i'm not really that informed with you know you're usually my guy for this kind of topic there's a debate actually online tom i suggest you go and watch it if you'd like to really care about who okay if you if you really want to make a decision on who uh you want to vote for there is uh there's been a few debates but one was just streamed online by downtown sudbury um it was actually i i watched it. it was just it was not a Debate the bit where guys are going at each other, but people are just giving their ideas and stuff. It was uh informal enough for me, so I definitely yeah, tune no, into I'll it. T- yeah, okay, I will. I it's just like the signs were there everywhere, and then you look the next day, they were gone for him. So well, for just, bigger, yeah, really yeah, know. gone. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, um, but. other things, uh, we were talking about Thanksgiving at the start, Tom. Can I say something? Watching J.P. Reigns work the green egg, the big (laughs) green egg, I don't think there's anything that fires me up more. And I know he listens in garbage time. So, (laughs) like, God, I love those videos. After the Jays loss, Tom, I was all mad at Thanksgiving dinner. There's going to be watching. And I see see J.P. Reigns with a story on Instagram. I will please be the green big big green egg, and it was, and he's just going through the whole cooking process. God, I, every yeah, time he posts it, and I DM him every time. I go, this is electric. Like I love when he's rocking the big green egg. It's, it's for unreal. me, it's uh, it's the camera angles he gets. Yes, like, hey guys. when he's got the <laughs> yeah, and when he's got the light on his head, it's awesome. It's awesome. I don't know how he's not sponsored. I hope he's sponsored. Um, if not, we'll have to to work yeah. on it. The big grenade, 
we have to do a whole, I told you, 30 for 30 on him, Michigan, and the big green egg. <laughs> um, okay. One yeah. more thing. Tom, we didn't talk about the Sonny Gualco Cup. We oh. haven't talked about the Sonny Gualco. Yeah, we did. So, folks, no, we talked. We previewed we did. it. We previewed it. I don't think we talked about the No, final. I swear we talked about it all. Oh, maybe it was a FaceTime with Roberto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Tom. So, uh, people, as you know, uh, this is something we run with 16 of our friends. It's a Ryder Cup style. The first day was at Lively, which is low Aggie, the one we play in bench balls. Then Saturday was 36 holes, which was alternate shot and singles. After day one, I did beat Tommy and Ben Rain did beat Tom and Ryder. Um, it was the first time the Sunny Gualco Cup was tied at two apiece. Saturday morning, the matches were split once again. I lost my match to a chip in by Colton Harry with Tommy Vlahos. Um, so we split that again. So the cup was split 4-4 going into singles. And I think um, I'll let Tom take over here. Yeah, and it was to end off, uh, you know, tournament style, whatever you want to call it for me, was uh, was a great way. And it was, so yeah, Chip mentioned 4-4 going into singles, and it ended up being uh, 7.5, 7.5 until – um, me and Russman that were in the last group. So Zilio was on my team playing against Mayu, ended up beating him. So we were the last foursome. So it was just me and Russman. And we're on hole like 15, 16, and the text started flying around. Um, you know, Tom, you're the last group. You know, it's like whoever wins your match or ties your match is going to win the tournament. So it's just like, holy, the pressure's on, right? And obviously runs him in very good golf for four handicap. I actually got candy from him, one shot on hole six, and he ended up beating me on that hole, the hole I got strokes on. So I was four down uh, going into the back nine, and then the backs were against the wall, and I'm like, man, like you, you're you playing really well. Um, and, you know, his lock hole will run out eventually. So ended up winning uh, 13 and 14 to get it to two down. Um, and then 13, 14, two down, and then losing. No, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, I went three straight. I went 13, 14, 15. So I got to one down going on to uh, 16. He ended up grabbing 16 back. That's when I really started checking my phone. And it's like, Tom, you need to tie at worst now because you're you know two down with two to play to get it to a playoff. So I'm like, okay. Like, I haven't really won many holes in match play. Um you know, dating back to even my ID invite days when I ended up playing that guy in the ID invite and Runsman's playing really well. So I'm like, I need almost a miracle here to win 17, 18. And it was the best feeling because everybody, like I mentioned, is done. I'm in the last group. So everybody's watching. Right. So, and obviously, Tim, you're playing against Tom, me and living I see you around stuff, yelling. I, I just live, I live for it. So end up making par on 17. Runsman makes, uh, makes bogey. So, um, the putt I had on 17 was like a, like a seven footer, eight footer. Back and door. I need to make the putt to extend it. Dropped it yeah. in back and door and yelling. Uh, yelling. I, it was I unbelievable. I do. People were going nuts. Yeah. Um, so, so. And, and we'll get to 18 just quickly. We've never tied the cup before. There's never been a playoff for the cup. Someone's won yeah. it outright. So we decided, we said, okay, what are we going to do before we go out there? And mm-hmm. we said, okay, if it's tied, we'll do a 2v2 scramble. 
um, playoff to finish it. So Tom, take take over the eighteenth hole. Yeah. So and you're, the now you now you're one players, down. So. Right, you're one down. No, you're all yeah, now no one down. Yep. No one down going in the eighteenth. So I still have need to win the hole. I'm like, I need birdie. I have to win the hole. I'm like, I, I definitely need birdie. And obviously, I won seventeen, so I have the first tee shot with everybody watching. And I probably had the best drive of my like life on eighteen. Gross. And I just pick up the tee right away. Yeah. So and then Runciman hit his drive, and I'm like. He hits it very long, but he was left. like part path where the trees are. Trouble. Almost on 10. He was in yeah, trouble. Left. So, yeah. So I'm like, green light, just take this nice cart ride up. And um, you know what? I get up there. I'm in the middle of the fairway. I have to go first. I end up hitting a beautiful seven iron. And I end up actually being in the same spot in the back of the green. Thank God I didn't have a chip, uh, a wedge in my hand because I'm awful at chipping around the greens. Chim knows that. So they, they cut the landing area so it's fringe Jim you were actually there in the morning round so I kind of got it read from your putt earlier how it was gonna be so I knew I was in a good spot it was like a 40 foot or whatever I'm like two putt birdie Brunsman's still in jail and I'm like there's no way he's punching this out he ends up punching out like the 30 40 yard mark and I'm like this is remarkable so he might it even make birdie I might shot. I might tie him and making birdie me making birdie so I'm like this is like a brutal way to go out he ends up um putting it really close actually his chip shot was pretty close like he probably left himself like what 15 feet 12 feet Jim yeah something like that so I'm like just nestle up two putt that's and Zilio Anthony Zilio the best caddy the best partner the best like if if I'm ever captain of this tournament ever I am picking him first overall he kept me so loose um you know motivated the one thing he said he said when you go to the home hardware store what do you ask for? He's like, you ask for the strongest grit. You ask for the Zilio grit. He goes, the Zilio and the Tommy grit. That's all I kept on saying. So he's like, just keep grinding. That's all I kept on saying. So he, he was there with me uh, for whole, all of 17 and 18 because his match ended early. But anyways, I ended up making birdie. Runciman missed his birdie putt. So uh, he makes so, four. And I'm like, I got all the momentum in the world. I'm looking at Kevin because Kevin's the next best guy in the group. I said, Go hit the driving range. That's why I told him before I even made the birdie putt. I think I thought that was the most electric line ever because I knew I knew it, it that Runty wasn't going to make that birdie putt. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So, and I end up seeing you in the playoff hole. You and Runsman actually, I'm actually shocked. Uh, and worked out for you guys that Runsman was chosen after you know losing 17 and 18, but he played some really good golf all day. So. Yeah, I think he was. Which I he guess. was riding high too. I thought maybe the pressure. He, he yeah, was any. Yeah. I. I think in that situation, you got to go like I, I would have been played for at least 30, 40 minutes. Like, I was cold. Yeah. I was yeah. cold going back out there. Um, so we play the, the playoff hole. Um, Tom and Kev position A. I put my ball left by the trees. Runzi's in the bush right. We go and take a look at Runzi's ball because we thought my ball kicked off a tree and was like 50 yards back of Kevin Tommy's didn't be, didn't turn out to be the case. You're actually in a good spot where you can prop the ball up on the rough because of scramble. So I laid one out for Renzi. He hits three wood. We're both anyways, gets to, we're both on the green, both on the green for yeah. birdie. My putt that I had was longer, but uphill easier. Your putt was a 15 foot, uh, 20 left foot slider. Right. Runcy's putt was a, uh, a 15 foot slider the other way, like legit 
opposite of Tom's and yeah, both pin so, so I go, we're going to take Ronzi's because they're going to have to hit first. Yeah. They hit first. They both miss. I thought Kev wasn't missing often after the read. Tom gave. He missed by a hair. So I hit a putt, terrible putt. Runcy steps up. He goes, you like the line? I said, dude, just hit it. It's in. And he rolls this thing. It drops. And the celebration. <laughs> I mean, the guy's jumping, yelling. It was a great feeling. I'm not gonna lie. It was and, uh yeah, it was like the perfect end to the weekend was perfect. Yeah, besides honestly, like I'm gonna be a little selfish for me to end up closing you guys out from the comeback I had, it would have been like yeah. the most epic. It would have been, it would have been, and and it's funny because so many matches couldn't like ended where this doesn't like square where maybe the time would have made us win, you know what I mean? Yeah, like rain. Rain and um, I'm I now I forget who he played. Who did Rain play in Jay? the singles? No. Jay. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Rain hit the shot from where Runcy was, Tom, like a little bit further back. He swung at it like that Korean golfer, <laughs> one foot. I've never seen a swing like I was like, Whoa, this is a <laughs> lash out of the rough. And I'm looking, I go, this can't be good. Like, this, wherever this ball is on 18, can't be good. He hit the green. He hit the green. And they tied that way. Like, out of nowhere, too. Yeah. No, but it was fun. For people who don't know Sonny Gowalko, he's a starter at the Idlewild. He's a retired teacher. If you're an older person listening to this podcast and you're from Sudbury, there's a great chance Sonny taught you. Um, He was an unbelievable uh, teacher and he gave us a great speech, eh, Tom, at the at the mm-hmm. end of it all. Um, presented the cup to the winners, and yeah, I know it's a, it's an unreal little tradition we got going on. So I'm happy we broke that down. Yeah, it was a great tournament. Obviously, you put a lot of time into it too, Chim. The I love it times in the group, and it's thanks to the something... ID, thanks yeah. to Carzy, yeah, lively. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a great event, great yeah. time. Yeah, and it's starting to get some credibility too. Because uh, they're letting the boys play now, which is nice. Um, well, yeah. I'm getting yeah. good tea time, so we appreciate it. Um, yeah. With that, Tom, before we uh, wrap this show up, you want to talk to to the people about Missing? Yeah, so just Missing. Uh, this company specializes in comfortable and affordable streetwear. Uh, Missing helps bring awareness to youth mental illness with the brand's Not Alone line, raising funds for organizations providing mental health resources to youth in Ottawa and soon to be in Sudbury. Why are you missing? At any given moment, everyone is missing something or even somebody. Maybe it's friends, a place you traveled to before, or somewhere that felt like home. Missing is a part of life that affects everyone differently. Make sure to check check their clothing line at their Instagram page at Just Missing. And when you do purchase anything from their website, type in the promo code BTB20. That is BTB20 for 20% off. All right, folks, that's missing. And I think, Tom, you got anything else to say? No, it was good to catch up, obviously, me and you. It's, it's been a little different uh, not having school with you being at work. Yeah, it's weird. Now. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned to you before, uh, you know, Wednesday, today, waking up this morning for 7 a.m. alarm. 
and it's raining outside and your blinds are closed it's like i was stapled to the bed it's like i'd rather be you know have a class at 10 a.m and sleep until nine and getting a text from you saying when you pick me up yeah i could have i could have but it's uh it's a lot different Uh, now it's it's routine college is a whole different ball game too it's wild um yeah well yeah no but uh happy to we'll we'll be uh, getting back you were to say something though i interrupted you no, no, no. I, I was just agreeing with you. Um, okay. I didn't have anything to say. Um, yeah. No, that's it. That's going to do it for episode 82, folks. Um, no interview. If you want to listen to interview, episode 81 with Craig Rebe, you got to go. And if you ain't listened already, listen to it again because it's unbelievable. Um, but we'll obviously get, begin some uh, more guests here. Also, BTV Hockey Pool will be coming back. We're going to start. We're just casually late. We'll be starting it late once again. Um, we're going to get up to 16 people, I think, now. So keep your eyes peeled wild. Um, but, yeah. Okay, folks. That's going to do it for episode 82. We'll see you for 83. Take care. Stay classy out there. And we love you all. BTV Eaton.
They was all acting sleazy, they all said I was one And with any damn luck, I'ma wake up with the sun Hope I wake up with the sun this morning I hope I wake up with the sun this morning We pull up, they standing it all. Yeah, yo, bitch, she know who we are. I thought that I would learn by now. I thought that I would never come down. Just last night we was going so hard. But now I can't feel my heart. Hey, yeah, let me down easy. Don't let me down rough. Don't let me go to sleep. Getting up is gonna be tough. There was all. Said I was one And with any damn luck I'ma wake up with the sun Hope I wake up with the sun This morning I hope I wake up with the sun This morning